0: Ebook book Identity by Zoe Blade Fat Chessy's Faye, Fat Chessy's Fay Chanted the girls on the table next to Faye and Rebecca The squelched hole smelled of cabbages, potatoes and baked beans Everyone else was talking and eating and moving chairs so loudly Faye could hardly hear herself think Just ignore them, suggested Rebecca Faye didn't say anything. She opened a lunchbox and fished around in her date blazer pockets of med- medication. She teased a pill out of a blue bottle and washed it down with some orange squash from her henna-fryer thermos flask. It's not healthy to have secrets, you know. Verica peered across her, uh, trying to make out the label on the bottle. They're called antidoxins. Faye slipped the bottle back into the pocket. I told you to have a home or a well in imbalance, that's all. I wasn't even in the right line, she told herself, just being vague. Is that why you haven't, you know, developed yet? Rebecca took a bite of her sandwich. Not healthy to be pushy either, Faye forced herself to start eating a lunch. She wasn't feeling hungry. Sorry, says Rebecca. She took a sip of a drink. Just that it's not the same about you doing swimming lessons. Who else am I going to tease? I'm sure it must be somebody. Someone, said Faye. Rebecca looked at her up as though, as she, as she thought to herself, how could you not allow, how come you're not allowed to go swimming with us anyway? Just because you haven't started pooping yet? I mean, Jenny's way behind everyone else too. She goes swimming. I will not talk about it. He doesn't dare to look up from her food. She could already feel herself getting a kind of headache meant she'd start crying soon if you couldn't if she wasn't careful. You try to change the subject. Have you done the new fire episode? What it says? Rebecca put a silver disc out of a blazer pocket. Okay. Well, uh, for Phase C. You want to try it? I think we should I could be persuaded Rebecca looked up long enough for her eyes to meet Rebecca. Big mistake. You try not to think about how they seem to radiate a sense of playful mischief about the curly of her open hair, partly hiding them. Erica handed this to Faye, for the instant their hands touched she, as she took it from her. Thanks, Faye, said, slid the disc into her bucket, tried to concentrate on finishing the meal. Faye stared at the bright blue sky. It wasn't there. I listened to a dozen conversations about nothing in particular. She breathed in deeply, saving the scent of the freshly cut grass. She wasn't really lying on though she, she was actually lying on bed, the senses were all, all being hijacked by the Deglic dig- player playing, lying next to her, who played the sensory input of Helen Fryer, one of the country's most popular actresses. You saw and heard everything that Helen did. But helpless to try and direct her where she wanted to go. She was just an observer, a bet, a very intimate one. Faye felt someone squeeze her hand and turn to face him. Naturally, it was James. He had a kind of rugged, good looks and well, cowardly, considered attracted by most of the girls in the class. His beach blonde hair was just long enough to get in the way of his hazel eyes. Whether she kissed him, he still felt like sandpaper. She wasn't sure if he she had a type yet, but if, she, if he did, James definitely wasn't it. I love you, James. She felt sh- herself saying, I love you too, Helen, said James. His smile widened, and Faye felt hers do the same. She towards him, she re- recuperated, closing her eyes. As her lips met, she started to open her mouth, letting him separate her lips with his tongue. Ugh, thought Faye. She opened her eyes and groped around the Diddlesticks player's dot button. I remember two sets of images competing in her head. He pressed it just in time. Suddenly in the bright blue sky was placed in various posters of female rock stars lying on the bedroom, bedroom wall. A treasure in passers-by came to a end. In the place he could hear the dull murmur of a parent's old-fashioned flat-screen television downstairs. Looking down at self, Faye sighed wistfully. At least she slipped out of the low-fashioned blazer blouse, polyester the skirt, or bleak, light tights of a school uniform. It said she's wearing a light pink spaghetti top, a padded bra, as if there was calling anyone, falling anyone, a blue demon mini shirt. Clothes she wouldn't, couldn't hardly met, wouldn't mind actually being seen in, but she didn't change the fact she, uh, the other girls were right. She was flat chested. She reached in her bed. Side drawer lifted up a stack of glossy missing magazines. Poured out a this out of the d- d- disk. She'd been too embarrassed to tell everyone about. She read the disk title: "The Kelly Travis Workout Experience." It came free with a pack of cereal. The kind that wouldn't cu- be covered in sugar. It meant to show that you working out at Kelly Travis Gym wasn't as difficult as you thought it was. They so ejected the fried disk and tossed it into bed next to the fryer. Then slid Kelly Travis. Harris, disk in and played play. Within a few within moments, she was running on the treadmill in front of her full-length mirror. She could smell her own sweat, sharp and strong. But in manner, closing her again, she stared at her own face. Or at least the face of a nameless actress. Blue eyes staring back at her from behind a bloom fringe. Smiling with devastation and knowledge she could punish herself further this time. The Delict actress almost Always smiled. She pushed a few buttons on the treadmill keypad. It bleached in reply as the motor sped up. A muscles soon started to ache, but it was worth it. She could feel every inch of a fully developed and well-defined body. Every footstep failed her with a kind of satisfaction. She wouldn't get in for real life. She's supple and slender, but not dangerously thin anymore. She fully growing with curves. She could do anything to have in real life. Without warning, Faith, Felt a back tap on her shoulder. Then she pressed the button, stop button. i the play again, she opened her eyes. Your father, I would like to have a word with you. When you're ready, her mother was standing by the bed, looking down at her. What did I do? Protested Faye. It's nothing like that. Faye squinted at her mother, shielding her eyes from the bedroom light with her hand. What do you want then? Her mother sighed and frustrated. Please just come down. By the time Faye walked into the lounge, the television was off. Her parents were sitting in silence, staring at Faye's place. It was covered in cards, wishing Faye a happy birthday. Please sit down, dear, suggested her mother. Faye sat down on the crouch. facing both her parents. They looked solemn, like the time her uncle died. Her mother cleared her throat. You know how you're different from other girls? I don't know Helen C- C- Fire as much, suggested Faye. Not that Helen her mother sadly, frustrated again. Now your body, said her father. Her father, Mr. you know the reason you work on your algebra or your friends have their swimming lessons oh they they were getting at that she looked down at the shed carpet to go parents to sat down for similar talk they told her about how babies have been have how all babies through medical checks those, these days ever since the government worked on a prevention with treatment, a cure then she had hers the high deficient. MRI scan apparently revealed that she was a perfectly healthy baby girl in like fact her body having an appearance of a perfectly healthy baby boy an old age condition her parents had told her uh, in a funny sort of way they said that she was lucky to have been born when she was and recently it was a few decades earlier people had medical issues who had to work it out for themselves after decades sometimes even lifetimes of mental anguish now is just something your doctor told your parents at birth I know you didn't like don't, you don't exactly like your body, said her father. I look like a freak, muttered, muttered, muttered Faye. That's not true, said her mother sharply. You look just as lovely as any of your friends. Faye didn't say anything. Certainly wasn't true. Karen and Sarah and Louise all had to start wearing training bras this year. And here she was with a flat chest and a slightly bulge you of know, knickers. It was a, not hideous. Her skin cool. just thinking about it. The pills you're taking are just temporary measure, Avo continued. It's laying They can't take them forever. And voice became unusually soft and quiet. You're going to have to make a choice. What kind of choice? said asked Faye. Are they still fixed on the floor? You can feel them running up already. Five other piped up. They can give you some other pills, give your body the oxygen. Oh Sh- s o- Austrian. O- 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 you thought ought to be juicy. You make you look more like your friends, you know, so put some weight on your hips and chest, unable to, to be so a bit to his daughter. Our places. Could you change the subject, Eddie? But you have to meet us halfway and then and start eating properly. They looked at him, hoping eyes. He looked blurry behind me and tears. But you know, been saving away since your birth. I know Christmas and your birthday have always been lean. They aim to have an operation to fix. It's not standard going. You know. Really? You mean it? Slave sift. There is another option, a mother pointed out. You don't, want, you don't want to pressure you or anything, but if you mean your body you wouldn't be so scarred, you will have to use your money to go to college. You can. could have children one day. It'd be nice to have your own children. father gave a mother a look. What do you mean? I asked like, that. A writer from mother to a father. There's a new operation you can have, a mother farm of shifted you see, They came out with it a few years ago. It's perfectly safe, shot of mother. Lots of girls in your condition of it. What kind of operation? fade in not like the sound of all this of all. You mean you wouldn't you wouldn't mind your body so much? Her mother looked hopefully. In fact you welcome its growth. For he tried to work out what her parents were getting at. What kind of operation? should be? It's something to do with the way your brain's wired up said her uh, father brain surgery started faye shocked that her parents could suggest such a thing you'll still be you her father for the most part anyway corrected her father you'll still be you the of mother for the most part anyway you' corrected her father oh stop scaring her scaring her mother fancy faye again he added well you may be the same person you'll just be well a boy before Faye knew what had happened, she dashed out the window. She ran up the stairs, an outline of a blowy mess behind her tears, and slammed her bedroom floor shut, before plopping into a bed, a eyes buried in the arm. And she finally let herself stop and uncontrollably, relief leave it away. She just let go, letting in a pain wash over her, a pile of toys by her side, offered no comfort in her presence. Suddenly, something childish, seeming childish, as much as her parents kept on saying how much they loved her, she got the feeling all other, feeling all her mother really cared about was having grandchildren. So what do you think of him? asked Rebecca as they sat on the bed. Her back against the wall. Who? said Faye. She made no effort to stop gawking at her best friend's perfectly courteousness. She snapped out of her daydream. James? said Rebecca, slightly jerking her head back forward to show frustration. Oh Faye took a slide of a disc out of her pocket, handed it to her. Thanks. Not getting out of the question that easy, Rebecca. Took this and put it on a stack on the shelf next to the bed. I don't know, if Faye it, it's okay, I guess. Just okay, asked Rebecca in belief. In disbelief. Not like I want to have any babies or anything, said Faye. Jeez, you don't like Toby? You don't like James? Who do you like? Rebecca scratched her face up for a bit a second. I like you, pointed out Faye. Yeah, but you're not, not like, not, but not like, like, not like you like boys. Faye made an effort to look, look away from Rebecca's cheeks and perfect lips. What well, are meant to be good about boys anyway? There are moments, said Rebecca? Some of them do anyway. Maybe not the ones in our class. Once ones who are a bit older maybe. Sounds like a great, long wait. Faye kept her gaze on her floor. It'll take a few more years to grow up. Is all. Give them a while, you see. Besides, don't like boys. Who would you like? Faye called mother, Rebecca's mum. But Dan downstairs. Your mother's here. I better go. Faye stood up. Thanks for Faye's fire episode. That's okay. Rebecca looked, uh, same way she looked at computer, computer the caterpillars of butterflies in her eyes. Focused with well meaning curiosity. The second Faye forgot to worry about a choice she had to make and about deciding how much she could tell Rebecca and just let herself Get lost in her smile, Faye stared out the familiar posters of female rock stars, lay down her bed in deep thought on one hand she couldn't wait to die. She figured the person who recovered for the brain surgery, however nice he might be, however happy he might be, become simply it wouldn't be hers, sure he resembled her like a brother might. You might keep her memories of a strange little memories though but you have a different derive, different ambitions, different outlook, alike. Wouldn't he? Besides, he couldn't be the fault of giving a complete stranger, someone who couldn't didn't exist, yet all the most of baggage, and memories trying to cope with her birth defect, of trying to make sense of it, and being constantly bullied at school because of differences. She didn't even want to this knowledge of self, and she thought of crippling someone else, but it made her cringe. hand, someone else would have a much better chance of actually being happy. would still inherit a physical sca- psychological scars, but a dozens of physical ones the this surgery would give her. Maybe a child would seem as distant and real to him a delicate episode did to him and her. She boiled boil down the choice between growing up to be a woman with low self esteem and a male body and donate the rest of her life to some boy who strange memories aside might actually qualify as normal. Your life would certainly be easier than hers, especially if you wanted to be to date girls. She grabbed her pillow hugged it. Curled out in the ball. Why did this happen? have to happen to her? It was just a girl trying to lead any, an ordinary life. In the energy finally made a decision. She was pretty sure the wrong decision. But she didn't know what else to do. At least this way, she stopped being a burden, an embarrassment to everyone. This is your last choice. Chance to change your mind, said the doctor in a soft, sympathetic voice. Sympathetic voice, he put his hand on hers. Are you sure you want to do this? Faye looked up, uh, down at her hands. This is a case of light blue bracelet with a name and date of birth uh, printed on it. They soon had to change it, she realized. Of course, he's not sure, she thought. With anyone, she held back the tear. Yes, I'm sure, she said. Nothing she wanted to get it over with. David opened his eyes. A blurry white light filled the room. Slowly everything came with Fergus. He was lying on the bed soaked with sweat. A fan was perched on the table next to the bed. Blowing a gentle breeze of fresh air into his face, he looked around. It was a bag of liquid and splendid above him. A tube running down his arm. He found a mirror on the table next to the fan. Picked it up, holding it in front of his face. He glazed at his fraction. It was the same as it had always been, of course, except they were long, fuzzy hair used to be was now a tightly wrapped bandage, stained with blood. It was clearly the face of a boy, a young boy, staring back at him. the time he was repulsed so by it. It wasn't like looking at a stranger he gradually had put up with. It was more like he thought about this. He didn't really feel like anything at all. In fact, she didn't provoke any kind of emotion in him. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just who he was. Always been the problem with Faye, though. Not with her body it was bad, it certainly wasn't who she was. He could remember everything, not just F- Faye's actions, but her innermost faults. He remembered the way that same evenings as she wanted, went to bed. She looked down her flat chest like a curve and feel the headache, and meant she was about to cry. He then remembered how he secretly started to feel her best friend, Rebecca. Her memories was his now, but feelings weren't. Wasn't. Looking down the outline of his slightly malnourished, by a boy's healthy young body. He didn't release the bedsheets and medical ground. He felt repulsion, repulsion, and no repulsion any longer. He the nausea and nausea, a thinning, overwhelming feeling. He needed to get some rest. Really away. Sort of he felt fine for the first time in his life. It's finally over. As he walked up to Rebecca's house, David scratched a scar on the back of his head. He still wasn't used to the feeling of salt, short brussels of hair. He used his fingers, pressed the doorbell and waited. Rebecca's mother answered the door, but he didn't greet it he visited him as she usually did he said she looked at him like she was expecting him to introduce himself hi it's me david he asked said, seeing no hidden recognition of eyes he said added hensley oh she seemed taken taken aback of course please come in she opened the door wide and turned around to the face the stairs becca your friends here turning back to face david assured him i'm sure she won't be long before disappearing the kitchen They david waited in the hallway until rebecca finally stepped down the stairs Coming to her stopped halfway down the staircase. She looked almost afraid. It made David's stomach hurt to know that she was the cause of the pained look on her face. Hi, she said. Hi, she screened your arm as if you're nervous. have been haven't been to see me or anything, he said. You still like me, right? Like you? I didn't even know you I don't even know you, Rebecca waited. It seemed like forever before she next spoke. When she did her voice was soft as if she was counting a painful to hell. Three years ago, my best friend moved to the other side of the country. Never got to see you again. We still you meet each other, of course, but it's not the same. Longest time, I still didn't have anyone to help me make it through the day. Until I met you. Until I met Faye, I mean. Now it's happening all over again, only worse than before. Because like part of Faye is still here. You're running around, obvious to the fact you're stolen it from her. Oh, David didn't know what else to say. Is all you can, got to say? Oh. I guess I didn't see it that way. Hoping we'd still be friends, David looked at Rebecca. But Ryan seemed sharp and cold. You know, like you were, we were, her were. You me, I mean, I still remember everything. You know, how you laugh together, how we swap secrets about boys. Well, not anymore, okay? They should have Find a to think of something to say. Make it all better. Did you in you, there's nothing you could say or do. Change of how Rebecca felt. So this is it, David eventually asked. Is this how we're going to say goodbye? You meant everything to her. Rebecca paused as if she wanted to say something. Wasn't sure if she should. Finally, she said, she loved me, didn't she? David nodded. Rebecca looked back, looked straight ahead of her. As if she was talking to the front door. Loved her too, I think, despite everything. She turned to face David. That's why it hurts to look at you. I'm sorry, said David. Because of not being able to think of anything else better to say. Rebecca didn't reply to him. As he walked out the door, he could have sworn she heard him whispering, So am I.